thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 88. When thou shalt be disposed to set me light, and place my merit in the eye of scorn, upon thy side against myself I'll fight, and prove thee virtuous, though thou art forsworn. With mine own weakness being best acquainted, upon thy part I can set down a story of faults concealed, wherein I am attained, that thou in losing me shalt win much glory, and I by this will be a gainer too, for bending all my loving thoughts on thee, the injuries that to myself I do, doing thee vantage, double vantage me, such is my love, to thee I so belong, that for thy right myself will bear all wrong. That was Sonnet 88, and I even I even read it with Thierry coughing all in the background. That was amazing. Um, I'm so happy. You tried to put me off. I actually muted cough. the mic for that. You did. Thank you. Um, uh, Shakespeare Sonnets. You're listening to Shakespeare Sonnets. We're a podcast with me, Mark Chatterley. Amazing. Cool. Lots of hair. Not really sexy. Bit weird. And with Thierry, who is his smiley... Got and quite a lot less hair. Much less hair. From Europe, therefore, exotic, charming, international playboy. Hello, hello. That, that's about right, isn't it? You speak many languages. All the languages that's, under that's, the sun, that's... except for ones you don't really care about. Yeah, yeah. Like Gaelic. <laughs> How many people speak that? No, I don't know. Yeah, not enough. That's yes. it. You you only speak languages enough people speak. Enough girls speak so you can woo them in their own tongue. Yeah, I kind of speak Welsh, and and hardly anyone speaks that one. No, that's true. But it does get you much more jobs opportunities if you live in Wales. It yeah, is... but then they want the the very very formal. I have I have native um, Welsh speakers friends from North Wales ah. that 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 can't apply for jobs where they want Welsh speakers because they they don't want Welsh speakers they want the the very very highly um prescriptive uh grammar just just very very formal which which is not a Welsh anyone speaks oh, interesting didn't know so that. they just 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 when they apply for a Welsh job they just kind of have to go back and and, and look at how Welsh grammar works because they just is it the equivalent yeah. of of sort of learning the the one one would like to blah 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 in kind of yeah yeah or you just you you you, um if you only knew the english that they speak in glasgow sort of thing and then you went to apply for a job at a bank in london i see you you couldn't use that english you would have to learn you'd have to posh it up the, the the posh english which is yeah I didn't know. Which is the same in every language sort of thing. There's there's always the kind of the the vernacular and then there's the But in a language which is still uh, in its death throes as Welsh is. I mean, I know it's gaining popularity, but it's still nowhere near being a a self-sustaining language in the sense that if it wasn't taught in schools, it would die out it in would, a generation it would or die two. Out. So, yeah, that's quite a shame, really, because surely you just want Welsh everywhere. Welsh is a wonderful language to hear. I would love Welsh everywhere. I would just, there's so many places where you don't need English. Yeah. Just, just have, have a sign on the door of a shop that says Aragor. Don't, don't, don't write underneath it that it means open. 
Yeah. Or, or and you'll learn quick enough. Just, just like when you're in a foreign yeah, country, yeah, you, you learn just, what male and female is when you go to the toilet. Yeah. Well, even here, you could just... Oh, they used a kind of English word, toiledai, for toilets. But there's the Welsh word tibach, which means little house. <sighs> because they used to have... They had. They used to have just in old times. They had the little house outside the normal house. Just, just literally, the the, the outhouse, porter cabin yeah. where you would go and 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 do your business. That. And there's there's there are some pubs and cafes around Cardiff where they have tea bach for the doors for for the on the doors for the toilets. That's awesome. And you just you just learn that you just pick that up. And you're just like, well, where are the toilets? You can just ask where are the toilets and go tea bach. That's the toilets. Yeah. That's and then you never that. need to ask again. Yeah, yeah. There's no need to write toilets underneath it. See, this is why Mark and Thierry should be just, 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 just. Welsh language advisors to to the Welsh Assembly, even though he only speaks a bit of Welsh and I speak none of it. But we are. I, I know enough. I know that Dinion is man when I go to the toilet. Yeah, exactly. That... It's all you need to know. Ugh. Just, just yeah. And all of that has. Doing actually Sharad Kamraik. I can do it. See, all of that has nothing to do with Sonnet eighty eight, though. No, no. no. Sorry. This this is uh, Marks and Thierry weekly rant about politics. You tuned in to listen to Sonnet 88 and instead we talk about the Welsh language and its uptake in Wales. It's good. Have we read the sonnet? I completely... I did. I read the sonnet. It was very good as well. I, I didn't make a mistake and you coughed all over the ending. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah see? My, my mind's just gone, just wandered off completely now. Do, do you remember the sonnet? Do you, do you need a couple of minutes to read Va- it through Vaguely. Again? Vaguely. So what what do you think it means? Let's put you on the spot then. I might have to read. <laughs> See, that's why I asked. Uh, it, I I think <sighs> to me this is it's about. I don't know. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's it's about. It feels to me about Shakespeare, like like Shakespeare feels trapped. I guess is is what I feel in this. That that. He he feels like maybe the fair youth's turning on him. Maybe that's it's kind of roughly what I got. So, um, when thou shalt be disposed to set me light and place my merit in the eye of scorn, so sort of saying that you're you're placing what I do, what I think I do well, in the eye of scorn, and in his view is isn't as good. Upon thy side against myself, our fight. So, it to me it sounds like the fair youth has given him criticism of his poetry, and it kind of brings this internal conflict into Shakespeare where he part of his brain is going but I'm Bill Shakey of course I can write and then there's another part of his brain going but the fair youth means so much to me if he says I can't write very well then it, it brings this sort of internal conflict that's what I got from this sonnet I don't know that is actually a very that, yeah I like that Good. that is a good interpretation yeah I have intelligence all the intelligence in my brain <laughs> that, that is where it goes. It does, it does go in. If it goes in your tummy, it's in the wrong place. That's where pizza goes. It's true. I've started watching My Drunk Kitchen. Oh, so much fun. Ah, oh, I, I love that. Show. Go on YouTube after after our, our, this this podcast and go watch My Drunk Kitchen. It's so funny. Hello. <laughs> it's just this girl on 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 making food. And getting more and more drunk as she does so, and making yeah, more and yeah. more increasingly bad puns as she goes along. <laughs> just, yeah, so good. I'm, and, but she's actually an incredibly smart girl. I might actually have a crush great. on her. She's, 
a girl crush. She she she, she does play for your team, sort of. <laughs> she she <laughs> plays for the, the the mirror universe team. She she um yep. Yeah, she's lovely. Um, someone Hart, isn't it? She's I can't remember awesome. her surname. Hannah Hart. Hannah Hart. Anyway, yes, but yes, intelligence goes in your head, not in your tummy. Um, so that that's what I feel about Sonnet eighty eight. Shakespeare is being forced into this kind of confused world. Do you agree? It just, I, yeah, yeah. I've just been staring at the uh, that thou in losing me shalt win much glory line, which which I, I can't quite decide whether he's serious about that or not. What? How? How do you feel? What do you mean? It just that thou in losing me shalt win. It just. It just kind of sounds sort of sarcastic and just going, if if you lost me, it it would it it really wouldn't be any glory. It it would really be to your detriment. Oh, that that would imply that Shakespeare's still got some confidence, though. And I buy this will yeah, be a gain but, or but two. T- is saying line. if you lost me, it would be your glory. Is how would it be the glory, lo- losing someone who admires you? That's true. But the, the next line is, uh, um, and I by this will be a gainer too. For bending all my loving thoughts on thee, the injuries that to myself I do, doing thee vantage, double vantage me. So he's saying that essentially all the, the brain time he's spending on thinking about the youth is actually a detriment to him. It's stopping him doing other things. So if, if the fair youth were to lose him, he gains more because he's able to then turn his attention elsewhere. Well, yes, I get that that Shakespeare would kind of be free, just released. But but I'm I'm not quite sure how how it would add to the glory of the fair youth if he if he stopped doing it. Yeah. I don't I don't quite yeah, I suppose I don't quite understand that line. That thou in losing me shalt win much glory. So yeah, unless the, the the argument is that that Shakespeare now feels that he's holding the fair youth back somehow, but this I mean I, that doesn't fit with the rest of my reading of this this sonnet. Which I mean, this one and the last one, it seems to suggest Shakespeare is now feeling trapped by this relationship, is feeling uh, contained and and almost wishing that he didn't start this project. To me, it feels like he he now yeah he now feels- yeah which 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 sticks with a theme that we had in the previous one yeah in 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 Sonnet eighty seven he just this is just a lot more he's gotten more depressed after his realization that he's at the mercy of the fair youth rather than the other way around yeah and he's spent so much time however over the however many months he's been writing these sonnets only concentrating on the fair youth and and that's his to his uh, to his detriment. The injuries that to myself I do, and then the last, the last two lines: such is my love to thee, to thee I so belong, that for thy right myself will bear all wrong. It, 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 I think it just sums it up. It's the I belong to you, but it, it's wrong. It, it's not, it's not right for me to. I've, I'm stuck. It's like basically he's writing yeah. a breakup letter. This is Shakespeare's breakup sonnet. It kind of is. <coughs> Oh, Kira's having a bit of a coughing fit right now. Um, he'll be back presently. <laughs> Here he is. See, um, 
What? I, t- I muted my microphone so you could continue talking and then you described what I was doing. <laughs> yes. People, there's no visual cue out there for people. And, and people might wonder where you've gone because you're usually the talkative one, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I am the one who won't shut up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The one who has all the wrong ideas yet insists on saying them over and over <laughs> again. Just, just boring my mind <laughs> um but yeah i i kind of i'm starting to feel for shakespeare i i kind of lost sympathy for shakespeare in, in about sonnet 30 odd and i just kind of got a <laughs> oh you're chasing after the young ones you've lost all my sympathy you're going to be one of those creepy old men with the young uh, arm candy but now i yeah, kind of maybe may, maybe that was his midlife crisis yeah and i now feel like he's kind of just come to the realization that his obsession is costing him more than just time it's costing him the ability to to work on other projects it's costing him other relationships and i just feel like this is him kind of breaking up with their youth maybe not explicitly yeah. staying in it because you know he's not brave enough to do that at this point it's like it's almost as if shakespeare's been in an abusive relationship He's slightly too scared to break it off completely with the fair youth, but he's kind of trying to test the waters a bit. Yeah, yeah, he's just, just it's 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 not me, it's you kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> or it's not you, it's me. It, it, it's very it's just kind of being twisted on its head right here. Yeah, this one, interestingly, for the first sonnet in a long time that has a huge amount of Wikipedia notes, uh, which I haven't read. Um, because I don't tend to want to read them. Um, but there's a lot in this, it, it seems, I'm just having a quick scan about uh, the terms used, scorn, size, fight, losing, win, gainer, vantage, double vantage, it all being kind of adversarial and 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 suggesting a, a, a fight, essentially, or a match, or a... which it links in with what we've been saying. So, you know, I feel I feel justified now in, in my belief. It's, yeah, it's... It's definitely a very aggressive tone in this one. Yeah. It's just, just br- bring it on. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, you're just a little boy who I've written 87 sonnets to. 80, 88 sonnets to. You're nothing without me. I am Bill Shaky. And then he drops the mic and walks <laughs> off stage. Kneel before Zod. Uh, a, a Bill Shakespeare rap battle. That's what we've got here. Him versus the fair. Wow. Um, that that would be quite terrifying. It would be. Which and and if you go to epic rap battles on YouTube, there is a a Shakespeare versus Doctor Zeus epic rap battle with with Shakespeare wow. done by Watsky, who is a YouTube rapper who's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But yes, I I I think. We have successfully deciphered Sonnet 88. After quite a few massive tangents at the start. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we, we, the people need to know about the plight of the Welsh language speakers. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this might be my favourite episode yet. <laughs> Would you like to read it on, on your favourite episodes? <laughs> I, 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 can, I can try. Will you, will you get through I can read this? it in my sexy don't, voice. Don't do it in your sexy voice. But I just want to remind you at the beginning of this episode, before we started recording, you were saying this was an easy one. And that you would easily read it. That was the previous one. Was it? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And then I, I, I did the screw you, Shakespeare, in the middle of it. You did. <laughs> you got a personal grudge against him now. <laughs> 
it, I have been doing this for three quarters of a year now. Yeah, long time. <clears throat> Sonnet 88. When thou shalt be disposed to set me light and place my merit in the eye of scorn, upon thy side against myself I'll fight and prove thee virtuous, though thou, though, 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 though. Though thou. Though thou, though thou. Uh, I'm having a the, the, the. And prove thee virtuous, though thou art forsworn. With mine own weakness, being best acquainted, upon thy part I can set down a story of faults concealed wherein I am attainted, that thou in losing me shalt win much glory. And I by this will be a gainer too, for bending all my loving thoughts on thee, the injuries that to myself I do, doing thee vantage, double vantage me. Such is my love, to thee I so belong, that for thy right myself will bear all wrong. That was very well done. Once you got into it, you got into a flow. Very good. Sonnet 88 of Shakespeare's sonnets. Uh, I've been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. And I've been Terry Healers, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And we will be back next time for Sonnet 89, um, where we're, we're, we're starting to approach the final chapter of the Fair Youth story, which is quite exciting. Um, so we will see you all then. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.